Hi, everyone. It's Amy Newmark, and I'm off for the 4th of July week, but I've chosen three classic episodes for you that I think are perfect for this week when we're remembering exactly why we love our country. I'll see you next week with new episodes. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. Hey, it's Flag Day tomorrow. That's June 14th. And since we have our new book out now, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Spirit of America, which is full of patriotic stories, I'm going to share a couple of inspiring ones about the red, white, and blue. The first story is called Flying the Perfect Flag, and it's by Josephine Fitzpatrick. Josephine had a common complaint, and in fact, I heard this from my mother recently, too. She was having a hard time buying a flag made in the USA. Now, our books, by the way, are 100% made in the USA, just in case you were wondering. So Josephine's American flag was faded and frayed, and it was definitely time to get a new one. And she wanted a high-quality flag that wouldn't fade in the hot Southern California sun where she lived, and one that would have enough oomph to it, enough heft to it, to flap gracefully in the wind. And most of all, she wanted an American flag that was actually made in America. She looked everywhere, and finally she found the right flag just before the 4th of July. It was at one of those big warehouse kind of stores And she was in a very, very long line at the cash registers, thinking that maybe she would just give up and leave, when a man said, let me pay for that. And Josephine said, no, rather forcefully, because she couldn't figure out why this man would buy her flag for her. It seemed weird. But the man kept asking, and she kept wondering, was this some kind of setup? Why would this man buy her flag for her? But she was boxed in by all the other shopping carts and the lines, and she couldn't get away from the man. And then he explained that he was a veteran of the first Iraq war, and it made him happy to see someone flying the flag. He really wanted to buy the flag for her. Now she got it, and she gave this veteran a big hug, and she told him that she came from a military family too. Her father, her husband, and her three brothers had all served. And in fact, one of her brothers had died in North Vietnam. She told the veteran that she would be honored to fly a flag that he bought for her. And Josephine says that indeed she found the perfect American flag. Now, here's another great story about the red, white, and blue in honor of Flag Day. And it's about a very well-made flag that had definite staying power. This story is called Old Glory Flies Again. And it's about how a community came together in central Oklahoma in May 2013 after it was struck by several rounds of monster tornadoes. More than two dozen people died from those storms and hundreds more were hurt. And once the storms passed, many people had nothing left. So our writer, Sarah Selly, and her colleague, Norris Kiles, were television journalists. They were at the NBC affiliate in Oklahoma City, and they were out reporting on the devastation. 
And they happened to be in a small town called Bethel Acres, Oklahoma, on the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. There was nothing left in Bethel Acres, just piles of rubble, trees lying on the ground. And Sarah and Norris couldn't even find anyone to interview. But their station manager had said, we need to follow small towns as well as the big cities after the tornadoes. So they had to do a story in this little town of Bethel Acres. And then finally, they saw someone. They saw a man dressed in U.S. Air Force battle dress uniform, and his name was Alan Birch. Alan was sweaty, he was tired, but he was determined. He was clutching an American flag to his chest. It was folded the correct way, and he was looking for a place to hang it. He had found the flag wrapped around what remained of a tree. And despite the massive winds that the flag had endured, it only had a few small holes in it. Now Sarah and Norris had a great news story. They started following Alan around with their camera, and a bunch of other onlookers started watching Alan, too, as he searched for some way to put that American flag back up. Because now that flag was a symbol for all of them, of this little community rising up and overcoming the tragedy that had hit it. There was a team of volunteers there from Bread of Life Humanitarian Effort. They came from Paducah, Kentucky, and they came to Allen's aid, too. They found a broken chain-link fence pole, and they straightened out the metal with cinder blocks, and then they made two holes in the pole and cut two big pieces of chicken wire, and they wrapped the wire through the holes and threaded the flag onto it. And then, with Allen's help, they jammed the pole into the ground and they raised that flag in the middle of that storm-swept neighborhood. Sarah says that even though she and Norris were hardened news reporters, they cried when that flag was raised. So it just shows there's something about the red, white, and blue. It may just be some fabric sewn together in a stars and stripes pattern, but we all know that it is so much more. So that's your inspiration for Flag Day. And now Father's Day is coming up this week on Sunday, so I'm going to spend the rest of the week talking about fathers and reviewing some great stories for dads and about dads, starting tomorrow with a couple of stories about the importance of dads as role models for their kids. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you want to learn more about our patriotic new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Spirit of America, please go to our website, chickensoup.com.